0: Hello, my friends. How is everybody doing out there today? I'm going to be real with you right now, Freedom Pact. I'm going to be real and bring it down to a personal level. I am not experiencing the happiest time of my life at the moment by any stretch of the imagination. This led me to wonder if happiness is something we simply have to wait for, for it to organically happen. Or is there a way that we can manufacture, engineer, or essentially hack the feeling of happiness? Now, I set out to do this um, for selfish reasons. To discover it for myself and see if I could put this into practice in my daily life. And I went out in search of happiness hacks. I dug out books, I dug out journals, and I just wanted to compile a list for myself or some research for myself in how I could start to hack and manufacture happiness for myself to implement into my daily life. And then I came up with this with this list, this written down research, and I thought to myself, this is for selfish reasons, but do I have to be selfish with this information? And I thought to myself, if I have information and research that I genuinely think is of a really high quality, then why would I not want to share it with the people I care about most in the entire world? And that is you, my freedom-packed family. So, today I want to share with you my happiness hacks. Because I truly care about every single person listening to this podcast And I want the best for you. And no doubt I want happiness for you. So, in turn, I thought I would share my research with you today. So today's episode is a solo episode by me, Lewis. And it's going to be on happiness hacks. Now, stick around because before we get into this episode, I just want to mention, if you haven't already, and many, many of you have, and we're getting insane feedback and reviews about how transformational this has been for so many people's lives it's the productivity planner that me and joe use and it's practically changed our professional lives up until this point so if you want to join in the fun and, and continue to just keep smashing goals and better in your professional life then you pretty much need to get this productivity planner you can't afford not to have it Me and Joe have spoken so highly about it that we will personally refund anybody who believes it was a waste of money. So if you want to get yours, then just look in the description of this podcast and click the link and you're all set and you're all set to change your life. Now, without any further ado, I want to get into this episode on happiness hacking. So guys, stick around. I genuinely think this episode can be of benefit to everybody who's listening to this right now. Please listen to the entire of this podcast and drop us a message on Instagram or email us and tell us if this helped you in any way. So I want to start off by giving you some absolutely stunning information that actually left me breathless when I first found the research. It was a research into the best Feelings of pleasure and the best feelings of happiness. Obviously, pleasure and happiness are two things that commonly go hand in hand if you ask most people. And there was a study done by a man called Gary Weber, PhD. He conducted a study into the best feelings of pleasure and happiness. Now, right off the bat, the two common feelings any what one person would say, would be sex and drugs. Drugs being a a psychedelic state. So the subjects of this study consisted of psychedelic users, experienced and renowned meditators, and those who actively say they enjoy sex. So what he did was, he exposed every subject to different states of pleasure and different states of happiness. And then those people would rank each state out of 10 based on how much pleasure and how much happiness it brought them. Now here's where we get into the results and I was simply stunned when I heard these results. Psychedelics got on average a whopping 9.5 out of 10. Sex was given an 8 out of 10 on average. Now I know you're thinking A 9.5 out of 10 for psychedelics, that's crazy. But what if I told you that something actually scored higher than a 9.5? What if I told you there was another state that scored a perfect 10 for pleasure and happiness? Yes, you heard me, a perfect 10 something much much better than sex and a psychedelic experience bear in mind the people in this study were active psychedelic users renowned meditators yet this state scored a 10 all across the board the category that scored a 10 out of 10 is called a non-dual state. Now I know most of you are thinking right now What on earth is a non-dual state? And how do I get it? I want to feel a 10 out of 10 Now I want to say right off the bat This might sound religious and spiritual But first let me put your mind at ease right now And tell you that you do not have to be of any religious belief or have any sort of spirituality about you to achieve this state. However, it is found in every religion on earth. Some refer to it as the I Am. The Buddhists call it No Self. Eastern traditions call it Advaita Vedanta. Zen monks call it Mushin christians call it christ consciousness and so on essentially it's to see through the world without judgment or projection is pure awareness that exists beyond thought to see without any personal eye present a pure undivided space of awareness now Let me explain to you and tell you exactly what you want to know And that is how do you achieve it So I'm going to need you to listen very closely right now As I'm only going to tell you this information once And here it is It's basically when That's it Right there That was it Did you feel that? That was it. For that moment right there, in that pause I just did, you were totally without mental noise or projection. There was nothing going on in your mind. There was no present I. You were completely without any mental noise as you waited for my next word pure awareness, pure bliss pure in the moment now imagine that tiny moment expanded and stretched out into your daily life. Just be honest with yourself for a second. Did you at any point in that pause think about the rent that was due? Did you think in that pause about what you were going to have for dinner tonight? Did you think in that pause of any stress in your life? You were completely without mental noise. Every single one of you. Pure bliss. Eternal nowness. Uncaused joy. You stopped searching for happiness in the mind. you found it in the now this isn't a new idea i didn't obviously bring it to light you would be aware of this idea from maybe Eckhart Tolle's The Power of Now or a book called Be Here Now Um, it's obviously a very popular state i just was blown away and personally i had not I had not thought about it very much. Obviously, I think we've all experienced it in our lives, yet knew nothing about it and didn't know what it was. Yet it astounded me. So what I decided to do next, I saw this as an absolute happiness hack. And the more I began to think about how our mind is a completely separate entity to our circumstances, our troubles, our stresses, and external life, the more I was able to achieve this state and it's far easier to achieve it through things such as meditation and mindfulness sessions after you've given yourself this ideology so i implore you to think about this concept think about it deeply and what it is and maybe go go away and read the power of now or or a similar book and the more you immerse yourself in the ideology the more natural the state will come. Now, I want to move on to some more instant happiness hacks. Something that you can start implementing right now if you wanted to pause the podcast and do it. So, let's get into some of those right now. The first one I want to talk about may sound maybe like I'm contradicting myself straight off the bat because the first one is to help others for 2 hours per week each week week in week out this is not something i'm telling you to just do now and then it's something i'm actively telling you to put in your you know put in your planner um, put in your diary make it a task to help people for 2 hours a week and you may be thinking lewis you said this was about you know being a bit selfish and, and bringing ourselves happiness but trust me, I can back this up. Helping people or even spending money on people boosts your own happiness. This is, this is a fact. There was a 2012 study done by Harvard University. They gave away some money to participants of the study. and Half of them were asked to spend it on buying things for themselves. While the other half, they were asked to spend money by buying things for others. Here's what they found. Participants assigned to recall a purchase made for someone else reported feeling significantly happier immediately after this recollection. Most importantly, the happier participants felt, the more likely they were to choose to spend all on someone else in the near future. Thus, by providing initial evidence for a positive feedback loop, between pro-social spending and well-being. These data offer one potential path to sustainable happiness. Pro-social spending increases happiness, which in turn encourages that pro-social spending. So it's no mystery and wonder why most billionaires in the world are very active in philanthropy. It's been proven, philanthropy has been proven to increase happiness. Helping others does not mean, you know, you have to spend money on them. You know, you can also invest in them in other ways. Invest in your time. You know, there was a study done in Zurich that supports the idea that volunteering is unbelievably reward in terms of happiness and life satisfaction you would think to yourself well why would I want to volunteer when I could you know I could work for money and I could be happy off that but this study in Zurich actually showed a higher sense of life satisfaction when doing voluntary work rather than being paid for work I mean that's crazy but it's true so You have to be smart about how much time you spend helping others, otherwise, you know, you may be letting yourself down. The study suggested that a hundred hours per year, which is two hours per week, is the optimal time we should dedicate to helping others, and this is the optimal time for enriching our own lives as well as actually helping those other people. Now, I mentioned money, so I might as well get this one out of the way. It's spend money on experiences rather than things. So the common saying is that money can't buy you happiness. Yeah, that's true. You know, if you're spending that on clothes and games and, and things of that nature. But if you're going to spend money in search of satisfaction and, um, you know, happiness, then surely use that money on an experience rather than, you know, a new toy. (laughs) There was a study done by Psychological Science and this study found that those who tended to spend their money on doing and experiencing as opposed to those who spent their money on materialistic items were far better off in the long run in terms of satisfaction this has been chalked up to the superiority of anticipating an experience rather than you know owning something let's let's think of it this way if you were to buy you know if you're going to go out and buy a new pair of shoes, you may be excited. I mean, would you be? <laughs> You'd like wearing them. You know, maybe they make you feel better about yourself, but the anticipation wouldn't be there. However, the anticipation of a trip, people argue is the, gre- you know, that's the greatest part of the trip. I remember I saw a tweet on um, obviously on Twitter the other day. And it was going viral, and I said, you know, I've been to 20 different countries in the world, yet the best one was the trip I took to New York with 20 of my friends that never happened. <laughs> and, you know, we we uh, we get into this um, in an upcoming episode, and, and that makes sense to a certain extent. However, I wouldn't go as far as to say plan a trip and don't take it. What I'm saying is take the trip, but enjoy the anticipation of the experience, because that as found by psychological science, this has a much greater return on satisfaction and happiness than actual materialistic items. Next, it is a big one for me, and it's something that myself and I know Joe chose listening right now. He's going to agree with this, I can tell. It's spend more time outdoors. Yeah, Spend more time outdoors. There's a book called The Happiness Advantage by Sean Aker. This was a man who lectured at Harvard University. And he wrote in his book that spending as little as 20 minutes outside on a good weather day not only boosts positive mood, but also broadens thinking and improves the working memory. And I can 100% testify to this as there's something myself and Joe have been working consciously on and I have 100% experience of this and I can agree perfectly with the study and it's not only me that supports this it's many people including a second study done by the London School of Economics and Political Science this study mentioned that being outdoors near the sea on a warm afternoon is the perfect spot in fact the participants of the study were found to be substantially happier outdoors in all natural environments than they were in urban environments if you wonder what's the best temperature to maximize your happiness You'll be amazed that a research by the American Meteorological Society found that happiness is maximized at 13.9 Celsius. So there's an interesting fact for you. Um but yeah, I can completely testify to this and I'd like to highlight the bit about not just in spiking your mood but broadens your thinking that is something that I I do my best work outside you know on a sunny day even if i just stand outside for a few minutes my mind gets it just gets lit up like new york at night it is you know a spectacular happiness hack and, it, and it's something that you know i am gonna consciously work on to better and better and better now on to the next one it's a pretty obvious one yet so many people including myself seem to neglect it especially those in the world of business and entrepreneurship and and people who are so focused on their goals i'm telling you take more social time you know take more social time it's one of the top five regrets of the dying people you would have heard of that one of the top five regrets of the the dying people is not spending enough time or staying in touch with your friends or family you know spending more time with the people we care about is is very beneficial to to improving the quality and happiness of our lives. In fact, a professor in psychology at Harvard University, Dan Gilbert, explains it as this: We are happy when we have family, we are happy when we have friends, and almost all of the other things we think make us happy are actually just ways of getting more family and friends. <laughs> i think that's a perfect way to sum it up because interestingly then you know not only that your social relationship with your friends and your family can improve your happiness it'll almost make you you know live a much much richer and more um enthusiastic life there was a study done by the journal of Social economics And he used a shadow pricing method and estimates that your relationships are worth around an an additional $131,000 a year. I just want to repeat that. There was a study done by the Journal of Socioeconomics. And their shadow pricing method estimated... That the relationships in your life Are worth A hundred and thirty one thousand dollars a year So I promise you That friend you've fallen out of touch with That sibling that you just don't seem to make time for anymore That distant cousin you talk to once a year Reach out to them Now guys this is a very very important point and it's something that i want to really stress as it's something that i'm guilty of not remembering and you know having done this research and having read up on this it's something that i know i need to work on you know i'm gonna level with you guys throughout this point the point is i need you guys to remember that happiness Is not a destination. It's a journey. So, what do I mean by this? Happiness is not an end goal. It's found in the end goal, yes, but it's also found in the process, the present, the struggle, the journey. Happiness is a journey. I need you to look back over the past few days and remember moments of happiness you experienced but you'll find that your memories are sort of dominated by stress, sadness, jealousy, impatience, worry (laughs) so what I need you guys to do is consider this happiness isn't something you feel Only after you've hit a goal Happiness isn't something you feel After you've accomplished everything you want to accomplish in life It's not only available at the finish line It's available to you at the start It's available during every step of that journey But you make the choice whether or not to experience that happiness So i'm gonna level with you and say that over the last two three weeks i've not been going through the happiest of times and that point stuck out to me because you know how toxic social media can be sometimes and i'll openly admit one of my worst traits is letting myself compare myself to others and i started comparing myself to others and where where people are and where i am and you know i started to think you know when am i gonna get that happiness when am i going to to achieve that dream you know and that was jealousy and that you know that's a terrible emotion and then you think to yourself man that happiness isn't found at the end i can find that right now i can find that in the process i can find that in the micro goals i can find that in the learning i can find that in the conversations i can find it in the struggle i can find it in figuring things out i can find it in every little thing along the way and that's the secret the secret is that there is no finish line to happiness you never get you know if you go chasing happiness you're always going to avoid it I'm going to repeat that again if you're chasing happiness you're just going to end up avoiding it so implement these little hacks into your daily life and start to find happiness on the journey rather than the end goal and I think that that is going to be so transformative in how happy you are as a person now one of or if not the biggest game changer for me is mindfulness and meditation now whoa 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 don't turn this off don't think to yourself oh here we go with the meditation again lewis we get it you're the mindfulness coach but listen to me you don't need to be spiritual you don't need to be religious meditation is nothing to do with those essentially it's not wishy-washy if you understand the benefits of it now I just want to talk about the power of this as I truly believe if you implement these practices into your daily life, you are going to be such a happier person. Now, to understand how including mindfulness and meditation into your life can actually have an effect on your happiness and joy towards life, uh, it helps if you understand a psychological phenomenon called your happiness set point now according to the american psychological association a team of psychologists in northwestern university and the university of massachusetts published a study in the journal of personality and social psychology and this study revealed that lottery winners actually weren't any happier than hospital patients suffering from spinal cord injuries. All right, I get what you're saying. You're saying Lewis, what the hell's going on? This this is silly. You're talking rubbish. How can someone who's won the lottery be just as happy as someone laying out sprawled in a hospital bed? Now, before you just discount this theory let me let me talk to you about the happiness set point the scientists in the study discovered that the levels of happiness you have within you is based on genetics happier people naturally have more activity in the front portion of their brain so even when things happen in their life that are bad stressful their brain chemistry will shift back toward their innately joyful nature just within you know weeks and months and this is why some people appear to be happy no matter what the circumstance because this is just the genetics this is the happiness set point now psychology today mentions that meditation is actually the strongest mental practice that anyone can do to reset their happiness set point that thing we just talked about neuroscientist sarah lazar studies show that maintaining meditation and and, and practicing mindfulness leads to thickening a few major areas of the brain which obviously go on to um you know your ability and your the way you react and, and deal with these stressful situations, including being in a hospital bed. <laughs> Lazar's studies also found that meditation shrinks the portion of your brain which controls fearfulness and anxiety. So the smaller that is <laughs> essentially the happier you will be if you want to put it in its simplest form. Or A.K.A. in a way I understand. (laughs) So there's another study done by the U.S. National Library of Medical Natural Institutes of Health which tested 30 medical students to measure their cortisol levels before meditation. Cortisol being the hormone in your body responsible for stress. The study revealed that just four days of mindfulness and four days of practicing meditation The cortisol level in these students dropped in just four days that's what i'm saying to you you can essentially become a happier person in four days meditation its power is endless you know there have been countless people on this show countless renowned guests on this show who stress the importance of meditation in fact if you go back and listen to the back catalog of guests we've had on this show, almost all of them mention meditation at some point in the podcast. I'm thinking back to um, Chris Williamson and and Dr. Gareth Ward and um, you know Beth Comstock. all these people, these successful people practice meditation it It's not wishy-washy because it's it's and I'm glad it's becoming more talked about and more accept it as a genuine practice because i can't stress enough how mindfulness came into my life at a point where i was at my lowest and i can attribute so much of my life turning around to studying and practicing mindfulness and meditation and you know if that is something that maybe i've changed your mind on or maybe something you agreed with already um I, we, I've we i done an episode on the podcast about meditation before which I give you some easy ways in which you can meditate in 5 minutes or, or less even so if meditation is something you want to get into then please go and check that out or there's also a free uh, blog post guide available at freedompack.co.uk where you can access these mindfulness and meditation practices so We've talked about happiness hacks, and I've given you a few, and I truly believe if you go away and implement these into your daily life, then you, just like me, are going to slowly become a happier person on a day-to-day basis. And, you know, the one takeaway I want everyone to have listening to this podcast is when I talked about happiness not being a destination but being a journey because at the end of the day we have limited time on this earth and it would be a really sad thing if happiness was something you could only find at the end of everything you wanted. There's always going to be little happy moments that you can experience along the journey. The large and vast majority of your happiness should be found in the process, in the journey. Um, So if there's anyone out there who had a similar mindset to me, in which you were thinking, when is my time going to come? When is it my turn to be happy? I'm telling you it's your turn right now. It's your turn right in this moment. It's your turn today to stop being happy. It's a choice that you can make. I promise you that happiness isn't something that is down to luck. I promise you happiness is something that you can decide, but I need you to make the choice. I need you to to decide. You know, I've talked on the podcast before about the power of choices and the power of decisions. Well, I need you to make a decision right now and stick to it. I need you to make a powerful decision. And that decision is do I want to be happy? And if the answer is yes, then you're already halfway there. I believe in you. Joe believes in you. We all believe in each other. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this solo episode. It is something, you know. I- I really enjoy talking about things that I go through personally as I love, love to level with you guys on a personal level. um, You guys would know this by I get, you know, we get DMs of some of you guys and me and Joe could spend forever uh, talking to you guys personally and helping you out the best we can and you helping us out and sharing ideas and sharing information at the end of the day this podcast is a family i truly believe that i know joe truly believes that when we say freedom pact family it's not something um that we say lightheartedly we truly care about every single person listening to this podcast and you know we we truly we truly love each and every one of you and course we are open to to help anyone we can in any way Um, and I hope you guys feel the same uh, in regards to us so this is why I love doing episodes like this you know we, we can take a break from the guests and just talk about something real talk about something important and talk about something that sometimes people shy away from and there's not enough conversations on so I'm really happy we could have this conversation and I could talk to you guys today. Uh, the next episode uh, will be out Monday morning, 9 a.m. British time. Um, every episode of the podcast from now on with a guest will be out Monday morning at 9 o'clock UK time. So, you know, wherever you are in the world, just calibrate that to your time zone. Um, You know, we're so thankful for the support and the listens we're getting. So if I could please ask you guys a few little favors before I sign off today. And the main one is, look, we're getting some amazing, amazing guests lined up for the show. You know, the, the quality of guests keeps growing. And, you know, we've got some extremely exciting names to bring to you guys. And we're able to do that through the support you give us so if you could just leave us a five star review and a rating on itunes it helps so much with getting great great guests on the show for you guys that would mean a lot to us if you could do that um you know check us out on social media it's freedom Pact on instagram and freedom Pact pod on twitter get in the conversation get in our dms we want to talk to you and um I know if you have any suggestions for the podcast or anything like that, just get in touch with us, and we'd love, love to talk to you. Follow myself on Instagram. It's at lewisedwardcoach. Follow Joe, my co-host, on Instagram at josephnewtonpd. So get in touch with us on there and say hello. Guys, once again, I just wanted to say thank you for listening to this episode. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. I hope each and every one of you have a fantastic day, a fantastic week. And I will see you back here Monday at 9am, British time of course. I'll see you guys then.